And that's the way that this should go. Israel has every right to defend herself, but this was a pause, a truce for four days. And once it may be extended, because uh, the latest headline is that Hamas wants to extend the four-day truce with Israel beyond tomorrow, beyond Monday, through an agreement to free more imprisoned Palestinians. It said in a statement after the latest transfer. And so this is something that uh, is, is being considered and Hamas would need to release an additional 10 hostages for each additional day of pausing in the fighting. That would be a good thing. Let's open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And uh, I'll tell you about some of the horrible things that are happening here locally in terms of uh, the Palestinian protests, some of the things that are happening in public schools that has Mayor Adams up in arms. We have a lot to get to over the course of the next two hours. Let's begin with Michael in New Jersey. Good evening, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good evening, Dominic. I figured out a way where Israel will not be, you know, be uh, commented about. They will not, you know, be um, people won't talk about them because of their they're not treating the uh, Hamas people well enough. Everybody will stop, you know, criticizing them. That's all they have to do is to convert to Christianity. If all the Jews in Israel say, we have seen the light. We are now willing to accept Jesus Christ as okay, our Lord. Okay, Michael, Michael, right, I'm Michael, tell you why. Michael yeah. this is a serious situation. No, and, I am going to be serious. Okay, but Sorry. wait, 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 wait. You, oh, you, you, wait, wait. You were one of the people that did not want to see the pause. You thought it was a big mistake, the truce. Are you willing to admit that you were wrong? No. No, because they're going to drag this out. They're going to keep dragging this out. But here's the thing. People in, in the, in the um, Congress, the Democrats especially, keep saying, well, they're, they're criticizing Israel, all right, because they're saying, oh, they're, they're too hard on the, on the um, Muslims in, in there, or they're too, hard, they're too hard, they're not saving enough lives of the innocent people. Well, isn't it, let me give you an example of what kind of hypocrites Americans are, all right? Do you know what's going on in Ireland, all right? The Irish people are attacking the immigrants that are there. Okay, but the Michael, but Michael, right. wait, 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 wait. I'll, I'll let you make your point. I'll let you right. make your point. But, but, but here's what I want to focus on. Uh, the other day, you basically gave me hell because you, well, in terms of expressing your opinion, let me clarify that. Oh, this time I'm being for real. Okay, okay, but, but it's you, so, but I'm you, wait, 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 Michael. Okay. But you said this was a horrible idea, uh, that it, it was not smart, and it turns out that you were. 100% wrong. And you're not dealing with that at all. No, because here's the thing. It's not going to end in four days. They're going to drag it okay, out. But, oh, but wait, wait, wait. No one said it was going to end in four days. My point was that it's, it's about human life. And a number of you called up here and said, this is war. Casualties are going to happen. You can't focus on that. Israel needs to keep bombing. Well, it turns out that this has worked out, or at least as of right now. Right, but it's going to go on and on. But getting back to my point. So in other words, no matter, no matter what I say, you're not going to deal with that. You just want to make your point. 
No, it's good that the people were released. Those hostages were released. But are they going to start the war up again? No, they're going to drag it out and drag it okay, out. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So, Michael, I want to make sure. So you're saying that Israel has already, they're already making plans to resume the bombing. I, I'm not Let's following you, friend. It. Let's see if they do it, or is the is is Netanyahu going to say, "Well, they're offering another five or six or seven hostages." And if they so, do, then Israel should not resume the bombing. And they'll never start up again. And now Biden will keep telling okay, them. Well, well, okay, okay. Wait, point. wait, wait, Michael. Wait. Uh, yeah. They they have a a total of what two hundred and forty hostages. So yeah. sooner or later, if if all the hostages are released, it, it, they it, won't release. Okay, Michael, but sooner or later, the number, it's a definitive number. So sooner or later, we're going to run out of that number. And then Israel has said the bombing will resume. We'll see if that happens. But here's the thing. They're going to probably hold on to maybe 30 or 40 hostages for good, because this way they won't resume the bombing. Now, will the prime minister of Israel say, "Okay, those 30 or 40 people are dead. We're going to start the war over again. Or is he going to say, "Okay, we'll wait and we'll wait. Let's see what happens in the future. But getting back to what I was saying in Ireland right now, because a woman and her children were stabbed by an immigrant. Right now, most of the immigrants that are in Ireland are Muslim. They're coming in from the Middle East and from parts of Africa, which are Muslim countries. Now, it's a terrible, terrible, horrible thing that happened to that poor woman and her children. But you see what the Irish people are doing? They're rioting. They burned down the hotel that the the immigrants were staying in. They're beating them up. They're coming after them. Okay, not a single word was said about it in the news. Nobody is commenting about the Irish that are going after these immigrants, right? Now, what they did to the Israelis is a hundred billion, billion times worse. They killed 1,200 people, and that's all they keep getting is criticism. Why? What's the difference between the Israelis and the Irish in Ireland? The only thing I can think of is the Irish in Ireland are Christian, and the people in Israel are Jews. So I'm being serious. It takes, what it means is a Christian can beat up Kill whatever Muslims. Nobody says a word. Michael, Michael, I, yo, Michael, don't tell me Michael, I'm wrong. Michael, I am there, right. Michael, there, there, there's a big difference here, and oh, then I and then I and then I need to move on to other callers. The, 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 what, Michael, hold on a second. That are patiently waiting. The difference is, and I completely support Israel in this situation. Israel has a right to do anything and everything that it has done thus far. But you're not criticizing Michael. Them. Michael, please let me get a word yes. in. Israel has every right to defend itself, but there's a big difference between the two situations that you described, right? Yeah, the Irish are getting away with it. No, the difference is that the Palestinians, and I completely support Israel, you have thousands of Palestinians that have died. That is not the situation with what you just referred to. Plus, Israel, as they should be, are dropping, uh, uh, they're firing with tanks and, uh, and, uh, and uh, wait, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm Artillery sorry. I'm, I'm getting. Yeah, well, I'm getting the Irish aren't going to do that because it's in their own country. Israel is bombing another pl- another country. Of course, the Irish aren't going to start shelling their own country, but they're beating the crap out of the Muslims. They're doing, and I'm not. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not saying anything. That's all I'm saying is nobody is criticizing them. Why? You want me to tell you why? And I can. Uh, say wait, you, you, wait, wait, wait. You, you, you've already made your point. Let me bring in Chris in Suffolk County. And let, let's see what Chris has to say with this. Hey, hey, uh, Chris, Michael is listening to you live. How are you doing, Dominic? Good, good. Go right ahead. Uh, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving, by the way. Uh, uh, Michael, yeah, you know, I'm listening to you, and um, 
I've heard you before. I've heard you before. I listen all the time at night. And I, I agree with you up until the point of, uh, you know, I've never heard of a war where they paused it before. I, I think that's, you know, when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's crazy. I've never heard of a war that was, that was done before. I, I, has that ever been done before? I don't think so. But I was wrong because you know what? It did work out because you know what? Those poor people and that kid, they got back home. So even though it's like a bizarre thing, um, they did get back home. Okay, but I'm not really referring to that. What I'm talking about right. is everybody but, but Mike, keeps Michael, 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 Israel. Michael, yeah. we, we can talk about that. But why can't you just admit that you were wrong with your assessment last right, week? Now, you know what? I'll admit it. If the war starts up again, I'll admit it. So, if they have an end, uh, they have an, an end. So, so the fact, the so, so the fact, sounds, the fact, it almost sounds like he wants it. He does want it. He, he does this all the time. He sits back and does what I call a John Wayne from the from the comfort no, of his home. John Wayne. This is I'm living in the world of reality. OK, so, okay, so wait a minute. Wait a minute, Michael. And then I have to move on. There are yeah. other callers. What about this four year old American girl that's been released? Sadly, her parents were killed. But now at least she'll have a life. You're not going to give any hey, positive to yeah. any of this. Dominic, if they don't start up the war again, then it's okay. All right, Michael, let's listen to Chris for a second before we move on. Go ahead. That was his daughter. Of course, of course, he'd have a totally different tune. Of course. Of no, course. I, I wouldn't. You know why? I'm going to tell you why I wouldn't. Because you when wouldn't? Netanyahu oh my God. released, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> because when Netanyahu released a thousand people. Oh. Right. One of those people was the guy that planned this whole incident that happened on the 7th. One of them, the people that he released, okay. to get that one Israeli soldier, right? He should have told him, go ahead and kill the Israeli soldier. I'm not releasing a thousand uh, terrorists to get back one soldier. Well, well, them. Michael, 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 plan, you would never be elected to anything then if you, I got to move like, on, Michael. <laughs> uh, Chris, go, go ahead and make the final point and I'm going to get me an aspirin. Go, go ahead and make I, the final well, point I, here. You know, like I said, I just never heard of that before. But like I said, the bottom line is, you know, whether they should restart it again or not. I mean, it would be great if something could be worked out. What they did was horrible. They shouldn't work it out. I mean, not that they shouldn't work it out, but they should be punished for what they did 1,000%. Yes. But, uh, like I said, I agreed with him. I've, I've heard him before, and I said, yeah, right. No, don't stop. Don't stop. But you know what? Because I didn't think they were going to do it. I didn't think they were going to hold up there into the bargain. Now, I will say this, but they did, and I, I admit I was wrong. But I do say this. I do think that they might have ulterior motives that they held on to these people just not to be because they're not going to be nice. You're going to tell me they slaughtered all those people. And they did all that stuff to, you know, all the stuff we already know about. And then all of a sudden they're going to start having a heart and they're going to release some people. I think there could be ulterior motives behind that. There, there's always ulterior motives in, in war. There's always. Not, but, but, you know, I, my, my thing is this, Chris, get back as many hostages as you can. And then resume yeah. All you have to doing do is put stuff in their family shoes. Of course, and the, and this was the yeah. point I tried making the other night on the radio, and a couple of callers called up. How could you say that, Dominic? And you can't stop war in the middle. Put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Obviously, you can, obviously use you can. common sense. Use common yeah. sense, Chris. Thank you, thank you for the call. Let's go to Mary. In New Jersey, good evening, Mary. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Um, I'm calling up because um, Michael has had something to say about the Dublin riots. 
So I just want to sort out a couple of things. One of them is it, it wasn't a mother and her children. This man stood out, waited outside of a primary school, which is an Irish language primary school. I think he targeted it because it wasn't random. And as the kids came out, he started attacking them. He was there's a there's a carer there that uh, she tried to defend the children. She got really, really. Uh, you know, they're hanging on to their lives. And, uh, you know, he was trying to pull the little girl out of out of her arms. So he was really targeting those little Irish Catholic, Irish speaking children. Now, um, there's been great upset in that area uh, about the fact that it's being made very unsafe. But that is why the rioting started. I didn't hear anything about burning down a hotel or anything, but that's what caused it because the Irish people there, they're not being listened to in their own country. They're just being rolled over. So that's one thing. But my point with Michael is that I have heard him several times. I don't like Biden, but every time he mentions Biden, he always says that shamrock smile. And I thought to myself, you know, you sound like a bigot to me. And now he just couldn't wait to pull in the Dublin riots, of which he can keep his mouth off of it because it's not his Irish-speaking child who's being attacked. And I just want to point that out. Fair I enough. know a bigot when I hear one. Fair enough, Mary. Thank you. Thank you so much for the call. Again, my, my position, and uh, a lot of people want to respond to uh, Michael. For example, Eddie in Babylon. We'll get to him in just a second. So my position last week, Mary, was just you know let's 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 uh, let's let Israel knows what what she's doing. Netanyahu knows what he's doing. Get back as many hostages alive as possible, and then rain on Hamas. And that means if we're going to be blunt and honest, that means raining on Palestine, on Gaza. And it is what it is. It is what it is. Hamas started this, started this. Israel has to finish it. But it, but if it's, if it, if it's forced to uh, play politics by pausing for a couple of days, uh, to get back human life, to get back this four-year-old American girl, uh, Abigail Eaton, then so be it. Then so be it. Let's go to uh, Barry. Barry in Brooklyn. Good evening, Barry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, what you just said, that whole last paragraph, I agree with you 150%. I'm calling up to tell you about an incident involving the chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, I believe, who has been newly appointed. He's a Biden guy, but he is a general nonetheless. And he's shooting off his mouth in Japan about Israel's capabilities. Where are we finding these people to put in a position like this? And he can't keep his mouth shut. Okay, so what did he say, Barry, that has you so offended? Well, he said a couple of things culminating in the uh, he believes that Israel cannot handle Hamas, uh, doesn't know how to take it out, 
Okay, wait, 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 Barry, Barry, wait, 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 you're telling me the chairman of the Joint Chiefs said something like that? I find that very hard to believe. Well, it's on, it's even on the left-wing news feeds. It's all over the internet. Hmm. Well, anyway, Dominic, just let me say, where, where are we finding these people? Like, Mr. Austin Lloyd is his name, the Secretary of Defense, with Peter Buttigieg. I mean, where, where are these people coming from? And now we're finding out that there are Iranian uh, operatives, is actually what I call them, and they're on Biden's staff. Consider this guy, Mali, and this other one, Tabatatai. The whole thing is in the New York Post. I mean, what's going on here? Well, the, the good news to all of this, Barry, is that we are uh, about a year, a little less than a year away from a presidential election. And uh, I, I can only say that I, I strongly believe that a change is coming. And uh, these situations and what's going on in the country and around the world, I believe that uh, Mr. Trump is headed back to the White House and uh, changes are coming. Barry, thank you so much for the compliment and for the call. Let's go to Eddie in Babylon, and then we'll go to William in Manhattan. Good evening, Eddie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Well, Dominic, uh, my main intent after this is for you to feel better. <laughs> I can't see you going home with high blood pressure. Oh. Michael, I believe, has three opinions going on at once. <laughs> uh, I, no, no, I, my, I, my, Michael. Michael is a very smart guy, but 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 I have a problem with people that sit home and you know, John Wayne. I'm gonna solve the problem, and the answer is just bomb them and kill them all, obliterate. and and obliterate and shoot them all. Yeah. And if there's yeah. a robbery in New York City, you kill ten criminals. I have a problem with people like that because when they're put in a situation, the people that talk like that really are the ones that won't do a damn thing. But go right ahead, Eddie. Mm. Well, good. Uh, you know, as we go through uh, stages of grief, I believe people go through stages of anger because I do. I, I can have my John Wayne thoughts and then I'm benevolent and I think. And I've lost so many people in my life and in the hospital. One, ones that particularly impacted me were the loss of children. Uh, who couldn't grow up to be JFK or Margaret Thatcher, you know, a person um, like you or myself. And I am so glad that they negotiated and got this little girl back, and she will be someone great one day, Dominic. Thank God for that. Although we both know probably that tactically this is good for Hamas, the tactically planning things. But um, I, I, I don't, day, I, I don't think it's good for Hamas, Eddie. I, I really don't. I think. No, I that, mean, go ahead. The go delay. ahead. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 no. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go right ahead, Eddie. Uh, well, tactically, you know, these these people want to, you know, maybe plan another attack. We'll see what plays out. But uh, Hey, Eddie, let, let me ask you a question. So what was the alternative? What was the alternative for Israel to just to just keep bombing and then the throats of these um, of this four year old girl and the other hostages would be slit? What was the miserably, alternative? Miserably killed, uh, uh, just horrible death. 
Well, well, none. You know, when we, we come down from our anger and go into an intellectual discussion with ourselves, I, I think you're correct with that, that this is the right thing to do to negotiate with them. We all wish it would go faster. And um, being a union negotiator myself and also someone that worked for Dale Carnegie in human relations, um, you need a plus-plus outcome sometimes, a lot of times. And also... Um, with you, things that I've learned, a lady, I was called into an office and sent out into the hospital because a lady was going to sue. She came up to me and, and she was on a stretch and said, what do you want? You're going to tell me this going to sue everybody. I looked at it and I said, what happened? And I listened and I said, you have every right to feel that way, you know, based on what you've experienced. So, you, you know, in the past quarter, maybe that too in his life, we don't know what happened. And she looked at me and she said, you're the only one that's listened to me. And Dominic, truthfully, when you get upset on, on your show, I, I feel bad. And um, sometimes I, I want to say what I'm listening, Dom, say to them, you have every right to feel that way. But I'm sorry you feel that way. I really am. And hang up and <laughs> go on to the next call. Okay. Because, uh, I, hey, um, Eddie, thank, thank you yeah, for the love. Yeah. And, and I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. So thank you. We appreciate you. So we have had um, a lot of local situations as it relates to Israel and Hamas. And I'm talking about just in the last uh, 48 hours. When we come back, Mayor Eric Adams is ripping what he calls a vile show of anti-Semitism at a New York City school where radicalized students and a somewhat of a riot at Hillcrest High School forced a pro-Israel teacher to hide, to actually hide. Teenagers at Jamaica's Hillcrest High School shut down the school for two hours as they marched through the hallways in a pre-planned protest after finding a Facebook post of the teacher attending a rally. What did she do? She attended a rally and held a sign that said, I stand with Israel. Well, I stand with Israel. And to these students, you should care as much. You should show as much passion at getting your education, at getting your reading math levels up to a standard, a grade where you could be accepted at college. How about some passion for that? I'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back on this Sunday evening. Dominic Carter here with you. Hope you had a great weekend. Of course, the other big story besides the truce between Israel and Hamas set to expire tomorrow, but it may be extended. Of course, we are following the big story that happened on Friday. Former police officer Derek Chauvin stabbed in federal prison and an attorney for Chauvin today said his office and Chauvin's family have been given zero information from federal officials since the former Minneapolis police officer was stabbed in prison on Friday 
And uh, they say that they've tried reaching out to the Federal Bureau of Prisons about 15 times. Chauvin is in stable condition and expected to survive. Uh, this is an ongoing situation. And um, he was stabbed in prison in Tucson, uh, Arizona. This happened uh, Friday, uh, local time there, about uh, 1230. And uh, how something like this could happen, uh, unclear at this point. Chauvin was moved to the medium security federal prison uh, after spending the first part of more than two of his two decade sentence mainly in solitary confinement in Minnesota at a maximum security prison. And so he was transferred to the federal facility and apparently placed in general population. Folks, there's no other way to state this, to put a former police officer in general population. If that is the case, you are basically, uh, you're saying take this guy's life for 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 a former police officer. Now, a regular former police officer. Now, add in the George Floyd element and everything else that went with this case and the polarizing of America, and you put this guy in general population? It's death waiting to happen. The only question is, when does it happen? We're also taking your calls on that. Uh, it appears that he is in stable condition, but his family has not been able to get any information. And all of this comes following the release of that new documentary, Minneapolis is Falling, which raises serious, serious questions about what actually killed Mr. Floyd. I mentioned William in Manhattan, so let's go right ahead. Good evening to you, William. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, Mr. Dominic. I'm going to just say this. The Jewish teachers, if you failed, you failed. If you passed, you passed. All right? They don't hold no punches on anything. I went to school in the Bronx at uh, Grace Dodge Vocational High School. It's the truth is the truth. All right? And the Jewish teachers do not unfold anything. They reveal everything. Wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. Okay. I, I, wait, wait, William. I don't understand. What, what's the point you make? I don't, I'm not following you. That the Jewish teachers teach you how to count numbers, how to. Okay, but what? React. Why? But wait, why are you making this point? That this is what I'm asking you. Because all of my Jewish teachers taught me how to count. Okay, That's but uh, is this in reference to the school? And I don't know what you're talking about, William. Is this I'm in reference? About, Go ahead. I'm talking about numbers and understanding how to understand. Uh, movement in William, numbers. William, William, are you referring yeah. to the kids at Hillcrest High School that that? No, uh, I'm referring to so, the so, teachers. So you're just that, calling me up talking about Jewish teachers? No, I'm 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 calling talking about the fact that they know their mathematics. Okay. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you for the call, William. What is wrong with people? How did he even get through? He's calling me up. To... Let's go to Tony in New Jersey. Good evening to you, Tony. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I just wanted to commend you and your audience because I've been listening to you for the past month and a half about what's going on in the Middle East. And I'm convinced now more than ever 
that I'm living amongst homicidal maniacs based on the phone calls of people that call you and the way that you speak <laughs> about what what the Palestinians deserve. Right. You often say that they need to be burned, they need to be gassed, they need to be massacred. I, I didn't I didn't and use those father, terms. I didn't use those terms. But and go ahead. as a father, as a father and a parent and a person that's been a journalist for the better half of the last twenty five years, you should be ashamed of yourself. Okay, so, so Tony, you, to, you, Tony, you, Tony, Tony, you don't, you didn't, you didn't condemn, you didn't condemn Netanyahu, who had information that this attack was going down. Okay, so, so how do you know he had the information, Tony? Because his own cabinet admit admitted it. Wait, 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 Tony, them, Tony, wait, wait, where is this reported at? It's reported every day in Israel. Okay, television. no, 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 no. Okay. Tony, Tony, I deal in facts. So you can't just make a stupid comment like that. You have open, to back it up. Listen, man, go go on the Internet. and, and Oh, and that's where you got Jerusalem, it from. Do, 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 do. Dominic, I, Dominic I, went, I went on the Internet and open it up, said to me that Netanyahu knew. So that means that is true. Tony, are you serious? And the, the term, Jerusalem the terms, Post, Tony, 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 Post, Tony, Post, Tony, Post. you said, you said I use the term gas and what we, Tony, I've, I don't talk like that. If, no, if you, you, if do, you Tony, 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 if you want to quote me correctly, then quote me correctly. This is what I have said. I have said, as it Let relates to, you, wait, Tony, were, Tony, you Tony, so, you're so to, engulfed with Tony, 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 Tony. What I have said, what I have said is Israel, as it relates to Hamas, it should be very simple. Poof, poof, poof. So what does if you, if poof you go, mean, man? You what know what that means. Mean? What does you that know? mean? Yeah, you tell me. You tell me. I know what poof means. <laughs> okay, so then why do you want me to say it? Everybody else knows what it means. And Israel, so Tony, so Tony, 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 Israel was attacked. Are you going to focus on that or, or that's not relevant at all to, to it, your version it, of the truth? It, listen, you're you're acting as if the Tony, attack, can, can you please can you please? October okay. 7th. And see, that's what's wrong with people like you, because you want to say no, you, you want to say you want to say, no, don't look at October 7th. Go back when, to 1858. And, 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 and this is what Israel time? did. When was the last time you or anybody in your audience ever advocated for a peaceful solution to anything? Tony, if you knew anything about me, you would know that I advocate for peace all around the world. And I wish that was something that we could have. But unfortunately, in some so, situations and so let me just finish, please. Poof, poof. And, That's all I hear from you is poof. OK, poof. Tony, Tony, is there anything else that you want to say before I move on from this call? Oh, you see, T Tony, but before you go and, and to, oh, now he hung up. See, it's amazing to me. You want to call up and chastise me because I sided with Israel. Right. But if I sided with Palestine, then everything would be groovy. Everything would be great. If I did what these, um, what these losers did walking down the street, burning an Israeli flag over the weekend as they warned supporters of Israel that their days are numbered, 
If I said they were doing the right thing, then I would be good, right, Tony? Or what about the pro-Palestinian protesters that shut down the Manhattan Bridge? We are in the middle of holiday traffic. People need to get where they're going. Stores are dependent upon the bottom line uh, over the Christmas holidays that determine whether or not they'll survive for the next year. I know none of that means anything to people like Tony. Does, you know, somebody else's business means absolutely nothing. And by the way, the uh, protest today, many of the thousand or so protesters have been told not to speak to the media. But those that did were adamant that everyday life could not continue in America because so many Palestinians were suffering. Isn't that interesting? So Palestinians are suffering. So what about from October, October 7th? The women that have been raped, uh, are they suffering? What about the senior citizens, the people that had their heads cut off? Were, were they suffering? What about the people, the family that was in bed, found in bed together, holding each other as they were slaughtered? Or what about the Palestinian, uh, excuse me, the Hamas monster that called his parents and said, hey, mom, look at me. I killed 10 Jews by myself with my own hands. Would you be happy then if I if I if I said those people were doing the right thing? Well, you got a better chance of hell freezing over if you think that I'm going to take that position because it's not going to happen. I stand with the people of Israel. I say that here. I say that to the kids at Hillcrest High School. They are misguided. Those predominantly black and and Latino kids where those teachers are trying to give them an education. And how dare you be so disrespectful to a teacher where all she did was stand up for Israel and you're going to basically go around the school looking for her. The, The leaders of the pack should be suspended. Let's go to uh, Phil in the Bronx. Good evening, Phil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, you're you're uh, you're amazing. You can bounce back from all this stuff. God bless you, and I and I hope. You're well, well, thank you, Phil. Yeah, Phil, I I haven't even begun to start yet. So, <laughs> but hey, Phil, <laughs> if, if I'm used to dealing with top dogs, major politicians. That can yes. twist and turn and, and come at you whenever. I'm used to dealing with that. This is like a walk in the park, to be honest with you. Go right ahead, Phil. Uh, this situation, kids in uh, Hillcrest, I, I know the area, South Linden Boulevard, Eggman, that area. <clears throat> I used to live around there for a while. Uh, these kids today are, are very privileged. They, they don't know real suffering. They have no concept of what it is to struggle and suffer. Agreed. But the biggest problem. The biggest problem is, is that violence is contagious. This glamorization of what Hamas did by these college students bled its way into the lower levels, the echelons of education. And now the high school kids say, listen, if these, these older kids can do it, why can't we? What do we have to lose? We have absolutely nothing to lose. And besides, white people are supremacists and blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. The problem here is that what you have to do is you've got to send a very clear message back to the people who organize this thing and Agreed. the people who participate. Agreed. You have to. You must. Because you get you get people on the phone who call in and, and people who talk about this and that. 
But the ultimate message is you've got to crack down. You've got to crack the whip on these people because it's unacceptable. And, and as apropos to the, the young girl that was released, she's four years old now. She has no parents, and she saw her parents being killed in front of yes. her, according to reports. Correct. Whether it's correct or not. The point is, what kind of life do you think her and the other 1,000 or 1,200 Israelis who watched watched in horror uh, who were being murdered and the ones that got away, what memories are they going to have? Hamas is an uncivilized mass of subhumanity. Thank they you. have to be squelched. Thank you. Completely. Let the church say amen. Phil, thank you for that wonderful message, and you are on point. Thank you. Let's go to hear what it says on my screen. Benny in Harlem. Good evening, Benny. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Hi. Go right ahead, Benny. It's not easy being you put on them shoes and come to work every day. God bless you. Well, thank you. Go right ahead, Benny. All right. Concerning the kids that did that to the teachers, it was up to me. They have to write 1,000 times I respect my my teachers, my family, and my community. 1,000 times plus 100 pages of homework, 20 pages of math, 20 pages of English, 20 20 pages of history. Benny, I love you. I I love you, Benny. But, but Benny, let's be honest. You're right. It's not going to happen. But, Benny, we're way beyond that with these kids. These kids have been having sex for years, smoking weed, smoking with mom and uh, excuse me, smoking with mom. Um, doing God knows what, what they want to do. So we're way beyond right on the board a thousand times. I will not disrespect my teachers. We're way, way beyond that. But Benny, you are on point. Uh, please continue. The next thing you see that four year old girl that came out of the hostage situation. Yes. Abigail Eaton. She going to wind up being prime minister one day. And that would be very nice. Watch me, te- watch me tell you that. She's going to wind up being prime minister one day, and then Hamas going to hate that day. Yes, yes. Benny, thank you so much. I hope to hear from you in the future. And, and Benny, let me just tell you, it's no problem putting on, uh, on uh, my shoes. Uh, I, you know, th- this is what I do, and this is what I enjoy doing. Thank you so much. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good evening, Jacqueline. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Um, I wanted to just let you know that part of the reason that the lunatics are upsetting you is because for about 4 a.m. tomorrow morning, the moon will be full. Aside from that, um, with regard to uh, Chauvin, I think the question is, you said the question is not if, but when. I think the question really is, who was the irresponsible individual who I think purposely put him into general pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 uh, you know, Jacqueline, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. Former mm-hmm. police officer, uh, George Floyd. Uh, we got to keep this guy in solitary confinement, bottom line for his yeah. own, for his own protection, for his own life. And, um, you know, I, you know, he's been convicted. Uh, I understand all of that, but that documentary is eye-opening. And I just want to raise this, right? So this is not going to sit well with, with some of us. But but Jacqueline, and I'm, ju- I'm just throwing this out there. What if Mr. Floyd died of the fentanyl? What if Mr. Floyd died of his bad heart? 
What if Mr. Floyd died of his bad blood pressure? What if Mr. Floyd died of the fact that the oxygen uh, tubing was not hooked up to the oxygen machine? Then that means an innocent man, and you define innocent, but Officer Chauvin, under this scenario, an innocent man was just stabbed in prison. That's what it means. Yeah, um, I, I think the scenario that you explained and the conditions that you explained with regard to, I've heard other people call him, in quotes, St. George Floyd, because he was no saint. He certainly didn't deserve to die, but I think there were all of those contributing factors that more than likely led to his death. However, the optics of what Chauvin did is completely wrong. The optics, right? So the MRT, the procedure that the Minneapolis police say they were taught, the commissioner on the stand said they were not, it's when you have somebody that's completely out of their mind on drugs, handcuffed, and you can't control them, as was the case with Mr. Floyd. The first two officers couldn't control him trying to get him into the car. Mr. Chauvin and the next officer responds, they still can't get him under control, right? So they call for EMS. They should have been there only eight blocks away, but it took more than 20 minutes, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, perhaps he should have been medically um, shot up with something as they do sometimes the experts when they can't control a suspect. And so it wouldn't have been on, on the police Jacqueline, but I do agree with you that. So the, the MRT means that when you can't control a suspect like Mr. Floyd to pin them, you put your knee on their back, right? But the optics and you're correct, Jacqueline, the optics did not look good even if it was just for a minute for his knee to be on his neck. So not I, only that, go ahead. It, it, it's not, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dominic. No, not you didn't only interrupt. That, go ahead. I, I, I have a problem with the smug look on his face. That's what I, I have. I, I do with. too. I do too. I do too. But, but all, all I'm saying to you, Jacqueline, and, and I've got to take a break, but all I'm saying mm-hmm. to you is that you, you try this, right? I, I try to put myself in the shoes of everyone that I cover or critique. And you, you try being a police officer, Jacqueline. You start, your tour starts at 9 a.m. Your first call is in the hood. Somebody's been robbed. Your next call is in the hood. Something else has gone on. And this goes on all day long in the hood. Jacqueline, I want you to stay with me. I'm going to take a break because I have to, and I'll be right back. Stay with me. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Talk Radio 77, WABC. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I got to make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77, WABC. And we are back about to start hour number two. We see all of your calls. Stay with us. We'll get to them. I'm talking to Jacqueline in Brooklyn live right now. Jacqueline, I want you to stay with me. I want to bring in Russell from White Plains. Russell, you're talking to me and Jacqueline. Go right ahead. Hi, Jacqueline. Uh, I'm glad to talk to you again. Hey, I'll ask you, Jacqueline, the question I was going to ask Dominic. Are you a Zionist? Uh, Do you want to live in a Christian nation, or do you think there should be separation of church and state? What's your point? Well, my point is, are you, if you're a Zionist, um, 
you think there should be a Jewish state from the river to the sea, right? What 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 does that have to do with what we're talking about? With what I was commenting on with regard to Derek Chauvin? Uh, uh, agreed, well, agreed. Mean, Russell, please get to the point. Dominic, I didn't call in about Derek Chauvin. Okay, so I, all right, fine. But uh, you're off on a tangent. Can you get to the point? You're trying to lead us down a, a lane that you want us to go down, and neither one of us is going to go down. So get to your point, please. Dominic, I asked to talk about the Palestinian Okay, you got, you got 10 more seconds. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Th- thank you. Hey, Jacqueline, thank you. You see, that, that's, no, why, that's why no I surprise. asked you to stay on, because mm-hmm. whenever I have you on with him, he runs... Uh, I know. <laughs> he runs not, not faster. My, not my first time at the dance with him, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I guess because every time you put Russell in his place, and, you. and you, you see how quickly he ran and jumped off the phone? Like when, a when, crying when no, baby girl. Uh, I, hey, I didn't want. To, I'm glad you said it. But I, I wanted. You. I wanted to say it, but uh, but but I, I you know, I got to be politically correct, and some sometimes, so I couldn't say yes. it. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, thank you for the call. And maybe Thanks, every Thomas. time Russell calls up, I'm gonna call Jacqueline and put Jacqueline on the phone with Russell, right? And Larry from Brooklyn, and we'll see. Hey, Larry, I pointed you out. Don't call. I just pointed you out. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk radio, hour number two, starting right after news headlines. I will be right back. WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot of topics we're dealing with, but I I just happen to look at my Twitter. You can follow me. You can comment. I may use your comment live on air. And it's from Councilwoman Vicki Palladino, right? And this is what it says. The video is horrible. An anonymous source within the DOE shared video with my office of students at Hillcrest High School brutally. And I mean, it is brutal attacking the uniformed school safety officer like a wolf pack. They're punching this agent in the back of his head. It is horrible. And then it says this event apparently happened a week before the riot. The school administration tried to cover this up. The same way uh, that they covered up the riot. And so I'm going to um, retweet this right now. It is it is bad. The way that these. Uh, these. Uh, what should I call them? Young, promising students. No, the way that these animals are attacking. They got their hood on and, you know, and their pants down and I'm a thug. And they are attacking three African-American school safety officers, a female officers trying to break it up. But this guy is punching the officer so much in the head that this officer has to have some type of damage, uh, some type of brain damage, the way that this young man is punching him in the head. And this is in a school. Would you like to be a teacher in a school like that? I, in Hillcrest High School in, in New York City? I know I wouldn't. 
We are taking uh, your telephone calls, and we have a number of stories to deal with this hour. Again, Officer Derek uh, Chauvin from from the George Floyd case was stabbed in uh, prison, a medium security prison Friday. Uh, he's expected uh, to survive. This comes in the wake of a new documentary that's raising serious questions about what really killed uh, George Floyd. We're dealing with that. We're talking about the fact that these kids at Hillcrest High School took over the school uh, because one teacher, one teacher happened to go to a rally and hold up a pro-Israel sign. And they were looking for her in the school. The NYPD cops are leaving the force at an alarming rate. Over 2,500 turned in their badges so far this year. I wonder why. I wonder why. And from the world of crazy... A knife-wielding uh, maniac arrested trying to drag his mom down the street by her hair to an ATM, threatening to kill her. That's one. Another one, a New York City man charged with murdering uh, his mom after her body was found stuffed in a box, has been released from custody due to an evidence glitch. He's currently uh, at Bellevue, I believe, and they may have to let him go. But the, the world that we live in, and then we don't understand why these kids at, at Hillcrest High School, act, some of them, many of them want to go into college and do great things, but we don't understand why some of them act like animals. Let's go to Mike in Myrtle Beach. Good morning to you, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, well, you had some loony kazoonies, as Rita would call them. And I'm going to, uh, this guy, uh, Russ from White Plains, Hey, Russ, listen to me. You need help, dude. You take shots at a lot of people. You took shots at me about my Italian heritage. And you were waving the Israeli flag before the you-know-what hit the fan. And you're taking shots. You, uh, I, I was laughing last week when he, he says, I love you, Dom. And I want to see if you can invite me <laughs> and have dinner with you in the Bronx. Hey, Russ, get your own show on the Internet. Okay, and uh, and spew your nonsense because you need help. You're a sick puppy, and maybe an Italian will run into you in White Plains and bitch slap you right down the road, man. How's that? <laughs> well, Mike, uh, that that that's interesting, and um, thank you for the call. I I didn't say that, Mike. You you did, but um, you know, you make you make some interesting comments. <laughs> Mike, thank thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You say the truce was a mistake. Israel and Hamas, tell me why. Uh, yes, Dominic. I just want to quickly, I know you're short with time, just, just to mention uh, officer, the ex-officer Chauvin. But first, yeah, the, uh, the truce was a mistake. Uh, I think uh, too many concessions were made to Hamas. Uh, you have a divided uh, cabinet in Israel that they're at each other's throats because of the uh, divide there. And I think uh, my own personal opinion, I, I think Benjamin Netanyahu is really looking for a way out. That's my own personal opinion. Okay, I think so, the, so, you know, so you said a mistake. What, what about what about the human lives that have been saved, the lives that have been saved? I understand. You know, I agree with you on that. But in the beginning of the process, you have to you you realize and you always pointed out this was a massacre. 
this was a massacre that took place on October right. 7th. But Al, who's, and, yeah. who says that Israel is done? See, that that's the mistake that people are making. Who, no, no, say, he, who says he, they're he, done? I know I agree they're not, but the prime minister was uh, hesitant. Right away, he should have went in the first few weeks. Uh, but, he waited. Okay, he but, was indecisive. But, that, but that's easy to say. We don't know what was going on behind closed doors. We don't know what world leaders were telling Netanyahu. It's easy to say jump off the bridge, but you, you, you've got to have a way out. You've got to know what you're doing. You've got to have the right troops in place. You can't walk. I, anyway, I, I just disagree with a lot of the sentiment that wants Netanyahu full speed, full steam ahead. I really believe that he's going to exterminate Hamas, and as he should. But, but you in know, time, he, in time. Just quickly, I want to say he has a history a few years ago. When Donald Trump was uh, and him, they had a, a venture, an alliance. They were going to take out a top Iranian general. On the 11th hour, he called President Trump, and he, he bailed out. So this is what you're dealing with, a leader at the 11th hour, but do you where know Iran, is, Iran was, is more of a, Al, a, a Al, threat to Al, Israel. Than, Al, yeah. do you know what was going on behind the scenes? No, but even President Trump at the time lost confidence in him. He okay. couldn't believe at the 11th hour he pulled out. Okay, so President Trump lost confidence in him, but I'm not yeah. going to pretend, out that I knew what was going on. What I'm trying to say is that these guys are world leaders. Give, yes. them, give them an opportunity. Just let's yeah. wait and see. Let's just, but thank you for the call as always, Thank you. Al. Thank you. Thank you. Let, let's wait and see what happens with Israel and Hamas. Because once I, be, my strong belief is that once Israel has feels that it has as many of the hostages back alive that they can get, that it's going to rain on Hamas in, in Gaza, as it should. A complete pounding, as it should. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Oh, what's on my mind? What, what, there's all these horrible things that's happening in the world, unfortunately. I mean, I'd, I'd, I want to go back to talk about... Uh, Crocodiles, alligators, and Big Macs, but uh, this is what we got. Um, yeah. So um, think about doing an all Big Mac show sometime, Dom. Anyway, um, getting getting um, when you said that Israel had released prisoners, you said that they were minors. I I so, didn't so, think Israel. I mean, yes. Is, is that uh, am I minors, correct on minors? That? Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking for my notes. So, the, go ahead. Israel. So Israel had minors. Now, what what did uh, Israel? Def what what are they defining minor? Are they are they under twenty one? Yes, I believe between uh, sixteen and twenty one. Yes. Okay. All right. So they probably okay. So they're quite capable of doing terrorism and all the Absolutely. stabbings. And Absolutely. All, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because they certainly aren't releasing four year olds. That's for sure. Israel doesn't have four year olds. We're not. We're not like. Uh, they're not like Hamas. Um, yeah, I, I look, I, Israel's doing the best they can between a rock and a hard place. I, I, you know, I mean, sometimes my feelings are like Mike <laughs> at the beginning where he wants to drop a bomb on them and that's it. But you know, that's, that's not, that's not how Israel has survived as a nation since 1948. Um, they have to, uh, you know, they have to, uh, be diplomatic and, uh, do things sometimes that are, uh, actually go against their interests at times. Let's, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see, Norman. I, I, know, I know many of you want, you know, bam, right now. 
Let, right. Let's let's wait and see. Let's let's wait and see. Let's wait and, and see. A, and a, qu- a quick a quick thing about the Hillcrest students. How come they're not getting expelled? They're hunting their teacher. They're, <laughs> they're they're hunting a teacher through the hallways, and they're and, they, you know, and they're going you, back to school you, the you next know, day. You, you know what, Norman? You you know why they're not being expelled? The the same reason why they not they're not going to get into college. Life is going to have a rude awakening for many of those kids. You 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 know why? What is it called? Lowering expectations. The the racism of lowering expectations. I'm I'm paraphrasing. You you know why they're yeah. not. You know why they're not going to get expelled. You, you know. Well, I know. I, everybody within the sound of my voice knows. I don't know. Hunt, hunting a teacher seems more than just like having a fight in the hallway. Uh, when you're when you're hunting your teacher and the teacher has to hide. To me, that's uh, that's expulsion. I don't know anybody would have an argument with that. And you one. know what? I I can understand. I can understand that you're that you're laughing, Norman. But as we both know, it's not a laughing matter. That teacher was probably afraid for her life. And what did right. she do? What did she do? Did she call one of the students the N-word? Did, did she say something racial or bad to the students? No. She went to a rally defending Israel. And, right. and those those students felt that they had the right. I guess that's what we call them, students. Um, right. They had the right to um, take over the school and chase her down. The yeah. fact The fact that they were able to take over the school should tell all of us all we need to know. Yeah. Because as far as I'm concerned, the principal should be, if students can take over a school, the principal, the assistant principals, the guidance counselor, everybody needs to go. And that's why, thank you for the call, Norman. That's why when Giuliani said this years ago, everybody said, how can you say that, Mr. Mayor? It's not right. And I remember I was in the back of the city council chamber. And the first thing I said is, go, Rudy, you got a pair of on you right and then the second thing i was like you're right and what giuliani said almost like uh exhaling from breathing he said a bomb needs to be dropped on the board of education and and he's right he he's right he's right he's right on my way folks this is what it's like and so I, 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 you know, I'm a product of public schools of New York City, a proud uh, product of public schools. I don't believe in demonizing teachers. Right. And I, I try not to demonize the, their union, the UFT. Right. Michael Milgrow, the uh, the president. But 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 so I'm talking to my good friend. Uh, his name is Randolph Codrington. Right. He lives in um, in Atlanta. And, you know, I I often run things by him, something that's controversial or something that I really want to say on the radio, but I'm afraid to because I don't want to be fired, you know. And so one of the things I've been trying to figure out for years, and I'm just going to put it out there. So I've been to a number of schools, um, UFT events, all types, and I don't understand why. And you're going to say, Dominic, you're being simplistic. Have you, and some of the inner city schools, have you seen how some of the teachers, the younger teachers show up to school, how they're dressed? And you have impressionable little girls in their classrooms. And the teacher looks like she's dressed to go out to the club that night with a micro mini skirt on, where if she bends over in a see-through blouse, and if she bends over, we're going to see everything that God gave her. 
And this is how she's showing up to school. And I was asking my buddy, I'm like, I, the same way I just put it out there to you folks. How, how could this happen? And he pointed to the same thing, uh, basically, in terms of uh, expectations and what, you know, what things have come down to. And it's just really sad. And so now we have kids taking over the school. Why? Because a teacher with a First Amendment right went to a rally and held up a sign supporting Israel. And this is Hillcrest High School in Jamaica. Frank on Staten Island. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning. Yeah, I, I saw the story in the New York Post about the high school. And it's just like terrifying because I'm a teacher, too. I teach in a junior high school and I do stand with Israel. But I got to really keep my mouth shut about stuff like that. Really, in the school, we don't really talk about the topic at all. It could start problems. We do have like other teachers that wear the uh, lady teachers that have the headscarves, the hajib and all that. So none of us really talk about the topic. But, but to me, like what happened October 7 was such a massacre. And I'm so afraid for this teacher. I'm not sure if she could really go back to school tomorrow or any day this week or whatever. Um, the, the union has to support her somehow. Um, now, I read that she might have had, like, she has 23 years on the job. So maybe she's eligible for retirement right now. But maybe she doesn't want to retire. If she could transfer to another school tomorrow, I would say do it. Go to a, to a better neighborhood. Go to a better school. You don't have to be in the hellhole of a school like Hillcrest. No, no, no. Uh, and those kids know nothing about, about, about all the terror that, that, that Hamas and Palestinians, like all the suicide bombers. They no, know no, nothing Frank, about Frank, that. the only thing you had, the only thing you just said that's wrong. It, you said they know nothing. You should have stopped at that point. You went on to say that you know, they know nothing about Hamas and Israel. They know nothing. Period. 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 Yes. Please continue. I'm just, well, yeah, I'll stick with the teacher. I'm just scared for her. Very scared for her. I can only imagine her. I'm visualizing her, like, hiding in the classroom with the door locked, as if it was like the school was, it was on, a, on a lockdown and, and, or there's an active shooter, you know, in the school type of thing, like, like, you know, like, like what happened in Connecticut with the little kids. I mean, that's the feeling I get. And it's like, you know... I'm, you know, I, I, I'm a guy, so maybe I can fight back. But she's a lady. I can't imagine her trying to fight back with all these kids coming at her. It also reminds me of Riley Gaines, the swimmer, where, when she was um, doing her speech uh, about not having trans students uh, uh, competing on the team with other women, and all these crazy trans people or supporters of trans were going nuts, yelling and screaming, and they were out for blood. They wanted to put Riley Gaines either in the hospital yes. or in the cemetery. Well, the situation that Riley Gaines went through, this at Hillcrest High School was a million times worse. Hey, Frank, worse. let me just, so, so you're a teacher. Can you imagine, that? just imagine this, right? That, that this is what's wrong with the world. Just imagine this. So, so there were maybe, what, 100, 200 kids looking for her in the hallways, and they were doing things that young, stupid kids do, right? Can yes. you imagine, th though they were predominantly black, can you imagine if the same, same situation and those kids were white and the teacher involved was black, can you imagine what would happen? The, 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 I, I would think that, that the Justice Department would come in you know, to protect the rights of that teacher as they should. 
But but it should it should be the same way with this type of situation. This is disgusting. Are you surprised as a teacher that it's come to this? Very surprised, yeah, that it's really come to this. It shows that the people who run the school are not running the school. They have to be able to have rules every day to take care of this. They have to have detention. They have to have expulsions. They also need to have the, the Pledge of Allegiance every day in the school. And when a good, school doesn't even have that. that. Good luck with that. Good, well, our school does. We always have it every day. We, all, we, all, we have to stand. Of course, we're junior high. We're not high school. So junior high, we're at the age... We're, we're, uh, because they're younger, we want them to, st- everybody to stand up and put your hand on your heart and say the words, even if you don't know what the words mean. Just say the words, because you do live in America. You don't live in another country. You don't live in, in Gaza or any, anywhere else. And it's, it's just amazing what, what's happening there. I mean, I, you know, I, I have to keep my mouth shut about my beliefs. So I do stand with Israel and everything. And, um, it's, it's, it's really crazy and disappointing. I don't know what will happen with her. I hope the union helps her out, gets her another job. Um, it's, 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 she, her heart is beating right now. She's like, I don't know what to do tomorrow. Do I go to school tomorrow? She's probably going to call out um, and maybe come in Tuesday if she wants. Uh, they, but the police have to be there. Uh, tomorrow and Tuesday to try to see what happens. Well, Frank, thank you for your call. Mayor Adams has denounced it um, as vile anti-Semitism. It has to go further than that. Um, the kids that, that, that were the ringleaders of this, they, they need to be suspended immediately, immediately. And the last caller just mentioned the rules that are needed. But, but let's be honest, folks. See, nobody wants to be honest if it's a inner city school, we and you know what inner city school means, we look the other way. Well, it's those kids and, you know, what can we really expect from them? And, you know, good luck with that. That's the reality of, of what we're dealing with. And you want to talk about rules? You need thug rules for those kids. Thug life. You got to see the video where a week before they attacked the school safety officer. You have go to my Twitter at Dominic TV. Don't believe me. It's from Councilwoman Vicky Palladino. Look at the video yourself. Let's go to Kat in Massachusetts. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, thank you so much for taking my call. So my issue is that you know, I'm Catholic. I was raised Catholic, and I, I was born in, like, Malden, Massachusetts, and I didn't even know there were like, any Jewish people until I went to public school. And I live now in Ipswich, which is, like, a very small town, like, one of the earliest towns in the United States. And nobody, like, everybody, like, in my neighborhood is, like, predominantly Protestant. So they would have signs, you know, Black Lives Matter, Ukraine, everything. So when when all this all this stuff happened with Israel and Hamas, and I was like, okay, so I don't see anything going around about 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 like supporting Israel, and it really bothered me. So I know this may sound simple, to, but I was like so irritated. Like I I ordered like like uh, Star of David from from Amazon. I put it on my front door, and I said, you know what? I don't care what happens. I don't care if anybody, if anything bad happens, I don't care, but I'm going to put it on my front door. Well, good I talked for you. to a friend of mine that I grew up 
involved and when I went to junior high, and that was the only time when I went to junior high, that was the only time I knew, I, I even knew any Protestants or Jewish people. And we were in band. And I was like, hey, bitch, this is what I do. He was like beside himself. I was like, I don't understand why all of a sudden everybody thinks, like, they're not even, like, they, they act like this whole thing is going on. It's like, it doesn't mean anything. I'm like, this is not good. Like, to me, I was like, this is not good. Even though I grew up, like, you know, since I was born, every time you turn around on the news, there was a lot of stuff when we were young. I'm 60 now. But when we were young, there were, like, a lot of stuff going on with Jews and, like, Israel and all this stuff. And like, everybody, all they're doing, they're, like, fighting this, like, constantly. And it happened even before I was born. But I don't understand why, why I don't get it. Like, why? Why is it that most people, they act like they don't even care? Hmm. I don't get it. And this is why I'm calling. Because I thought, you know what? You know, I I listen to your station all the time. And I love it that I grew up, I I did go to school in upstate New York. And so I understand, like, New York in general. But I don't understand, like, why do not, why do people don't get it? Like, this is not good, what's happening. I I agree with you, and and let me be clear, Cat. Um, uh, so 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 that we're in unison together. I stand with Israel, and and I, I I I hope the kids at Hillcrest High School can hear me. I stand with Israel. I stand with Israel. I mean, there's a lot, Cat. You, you put there's a lot going on in the world. Just just look at yeah. what what's going yeah. on with the. Um, with the Palestinian protests, you know, with them Sunday uh, shutting down the Manhattan Bridge, when people yes. are depending well, on this. Go ahead. They did the same thing in Massachusetts. They shut down the bridge that was like it, 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 it like connected BU to the rest of the city. They did the same thing in Massachusetts. I was like, what the hell are you doing? This is dangerous. If people are sick and you can't get them to the hospital, what are you going to do? They don't care. Because no, all, they because all, like, all they I'm care, like, all, all they care about is the, the right. Thank you. And Kat, thank you for the call. Bless you. All they care about is the uh, pro-Palestinian um, cause. And that's OK. You, you have a First Amendment right to feel that way. But so do the people like myself that support Israel. It really is that simple. Neil in Brooklyn. Good morning, Neil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How you doing, Dominic? Hopefully there'll be peace in the Middle East or there'll be world pieces. But anyway, I want to talk about the officer that was placed into the general population at that facility. Derek Chauvin. Right. I I mean, I knew the case was phony from the beginning, so that's why I I don't even remember his name. That's why. But I have a funny feeling that when he got to that facility, how was he even placed in the general population due to the fact that he'd be a Sam's case? which means he would be a central inmate monitoring case. He would, he should have never hit a general well, population you, you know, area. You know how, because so all, it takes, family, so, so, all it well, takes is one person that, to... Go ahead, go ahead. I also think that the family should look into a investigation. The FBI or the DOJ should look into an investigation. How do you know the officers didn't put him in that jeopardy? Well, well, we, 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 like that we, word you would we, use with Curtis. Remember that word you'd use with Curtis? It was shady or something. What's that word? 
I, I don't remember, but but oh, let me just say when you open the show. Let let me just say this, uh, Neil, that um, you know, it's it's a very serious, serious situation, and um, yes, very. You know, uh, I you know things slip through the cracks. How this could the happen? Warden, the warden will be removed. The warden will be gone. The AWs will all be removed. The person in R and D who runs R and D, he will be removed. And what's and crazy they about might it? Face prosecution. They might face prosecution themselves. I, I doubt it. But what what's crazy about it? Right? If your ex officer Chauvin, can you imagine how he feels in his mind? Right? In his mind. So oh, of he, he, I mean, he's God, he, okay. You know. So. And and he's lucky, right? Uh, now we don't know if he was stabbed repeatedly. We we don't know, but the the, the inmate could have finished the job. And who knows? You yeah. know, and and his according to the lawyer, his family, his his mother has not received any information at all from the feds. Well, he's going to have some lawsuit. That's all I can tell you. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Sometimes the inmates, when they sue, they don't get nearly as much as they think they're going to get. We'll see, Neil. But uh, thank you. Thank you so much for your call. Before I take a break, let's go to Rocco and Saratoga. Good morning, Rocco. What's on your mind? Good morning. I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands. Okay, Rocco, go go ahead. Go ahead, Rocco. One God. One God. My point, Dominic, you know I'm always going to get to my point. No respect. Kids in the schools are not taught respect. I'm a proud product of a Bronx education through and through. Dana Dalbert School in the Bronx. 155th Street in the South Bronx, All Hollows High School in the Bronx, in the South Bronx, 164th Street, off the right, Grand. Right, right. Rocco, 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 I, Rocco, I, I don't, Rocco, Rocco, College, Rocco, 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 yeah, 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 that's the point, Rocco, but listen, Rocco, what you're describing, and please don't give me the geographic uh, uh, lesson, right? Because we're short on time. What you're describing is when there were still standards. You mentioned Old Hollows High School. I went to Cardinal Hayes High School for the first year, played football oh, there. Oh, yeah. They, 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 there were still standards there then. Rocco, we had you, Dean of Disciplines. Yes, we had Dean of Disciplines. And, and if my family was Brother late, Clemens, if my if my family if, if my family if my family was late making the monthly school payment, you had after school detention. Or if you acted up in the class, we had to wear a suit and tie every day, a jacket and tie every day, and slacks. And if you acted up. There was a brother every day that sat within detention for 45 minutes after school. You had to sit there. You could not say a word to anybody else at Carton Ways High School. And by the way, the police commissioner graduated from there. And sometimes when we went too far, we were told to bend over and they hit us on our backsides with a paddle. That's when they had standards, Rocco. Now girls are pregnant at 12. They're watching rap videos, smoking weed, doing God knows what. And nobody can tell them anything. Why you can't tell them anything? Because I saw the video of George Floyd. You can't tell me nothing. That's the world that we live in today, Rocco. It's sad, Dom. It's sad. You described it exactly the way it was at All Hollows. If your sideburns, if you had sideburns, yes, they sent you correct. home. You're correct. Take those off. No facial hair. 
sorry, you don't like it, don't come to school here. You, you're okay? correct. You're correct. You're yeah. correct. The brothers, Brother Sullivan, he was not the dean of discipline, but he had a wad of plastic. You come up, if you disrespected the class, come up here. I'm sorry for Charles Hoggy, he was a class clown. Come up there, Charlie. Put your hands out. Bam. 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 Child abuse. But at least we turned out the right way. Well, Rocco, thank you. Thank you so much for the uh, call. Folks, I've got to take a break. When we're coming, when we come back, I'm going to Marianne in Queens, Jerry in New Jersey, Edward in Florida, Joel in Brooklyn, and many more of your calls. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you up until the top of the hour. Frank Morano standing by for the other side of midnight. Let's go to Marianne in Queens. Good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, teachers have to do a lot about what's going on, the activism in colleges, because they are doing this for a long time. In the 80s, when I used to go to the university, okay, the teachers were the ones that were giving us the agenda. And I'm talking about CUNY and SUNY, because the Ivy Leagues were not that involved. But CUNY and SUNY, uh, we were taught to be Democrats. Okay, that's where we're coming with, uh, you know, Democratic lean uh, party that we are. So CUNY and SUNY, they soon uh, unify those two student bodies, which are the largest. So the teacher will give us the agenda, okay? And they will direct us how to do the rallies. They will put it together for us. Even the signs that we have to use, and they will do it for us, and they will give us a list of politicians that we have to invite to give us speeches, okay? So that's a very, very well put together and organized movement because most of the teachers... Okay, but wait, 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 Marianne, are are you referring to the situation at Hillcrest High School? Because that that was a lynch mob. That that wasn't, that wasn't... But no, 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 I disagree with you. That was not... Maybe to begin it, that was an absolute lynch mob looking for that teacher. as this is what I told you. I told you that that was in those years when I was right, to go right. To but you're talking but now, about you're talking now, about the eighties. Okay, okay. I'm trying me, to move the story along faster. To. Go ahead. Yeah, that, yes. What really concerns me now is that now they are using high school students. Okay, and the students are saying that they have to hear and do whatever they say they do. Okay, they have to defend the left causes because they have to save the country. There's a lot of things that they're taking. Actually, they do believe that they have a cause and they are acting it. Now, the, the uh, Internet is helping. Alexander Cortez just has more than six million uh, 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 high school students that follow her. 
Okay, Marianne, what I'm trying to explain to you is that these kids at Hillcrest High, this was a lynch mob done by some animals that were in the group. This ain't have nothing to do with no internet. It ain't have nothing. These kids are young thugs in training. The the ones that are on video, what what the way they're running around the hallways. Thank you for the call, Marianne. Running around the hallway, acting a complete fool, looking for a teacher where her only... Uh, and I'm being sarcastic, crime, is she held up a sign uh, after attending a rally stating that she supported Israel. She did what was right. And we should all be proud of her for what she did. Let's go to Joel in Brooklyn. Good morning, Joel. What's on your mind? Dominic, I wasn't on the call, but I had to call. After all listening to you, I figured you're going to be on two hours tonight. And I really, that's, I'm getting behind in my studies. <laughs> That's a compliment, actually. Well, thank you. Thank I wanted you. to say, I told the uh, host, I told them how great you are. I said, I wanted to call you because you have all these callers calling you. I really wanted to thank you for being on the air because I think you're one of the most authentic people on the air, and you're very interesting. I'm also a speaker, so I know what it is, but I'm a writer. But the point is, what I'm saying is, you put up with a lot, and I think you give a lot to the people, and that takes a little bit harder on you. Like other people would already hang up on these people already. Right. Like I, I, I try, Joe. I really so do try to, to no, give everybody. Pretty tight. I, I, try, I, I try to give people their say. And then sometimes, Joe, to be honest with you, you know, you may say to yourself, well, why is Dominic leaving this person? Because sometimes I leave him on the air because right, I want you right. to know just how much of a fool they are. I'm not going to say it. Right. I'm going to let them hang themselves. No, I know. I know what you're saying. You don't even have to spell it out. You have a little, you have some, some of the people that listen to you happen to have a hit the brain to understand what's going on, you know? Right. So we're, it's a little bit entertaining, but the point is sometimes it's a little bit wasting time for. You you're, know, correct. Like you're, you you're correct. You're correct. You're correct. You're correct. You know, you're wasting my time when you're getting down to the hour. Right. You know, you're, you're telling me what's your point? Getting to your point. And, and some people, some the people that they want to tell me a whole story, Joe, from A to Z, and time. You know, at the beginning of the show, I have more time. But And thank you for the call, Joe. But when we get to this point right now where we only got about 20 minutes left, I've got to move and I've got to move fast. And by the way, I do want to say this. So uh, as it relates to the uh, George Floyd case, so um, I, you know, some people agree with what I've said. Some people disagree with what I've said in which my argument has been that um, that after watching the documentary, these officers deserve um, a, uh, a a new trial, right? So that's been my uh, opinion. And, but some people disagree with me. So this is what I appreciate. You can disagree with me on everything. But a person by the name of Lovely sent me a couple of emails strongly disagreeing with my point of view. But I have a lot of respect for Lovely because Lovely was not mean, nasty, attacking. Say what you have to say. Please don't take five pages to say it. Say what you have to say, but you don't have to attack. It doesn't have to be personal because if you attack, all I do is hit a race and then I won't even look at, at what you're stating. So Lovely did it in a way. That was very professional, you know, where, where the person stated, I disagree with you. I disagree with you. 
you know. Anyway, let's continue with the calls, folks. Let's go to Lisa, Long Island. Good morning, Lisa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi. First of all, uh, Dominic, I want to tell you I have great admiration for you. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. This is what I wanted to say, though. I find it ironic when I see all these black Americans marching against Israel because there's such racism among Islamic Arab countries. There's still slavery in Africa in Muslim-dominated countries. And African Christians are still murdered in their churches in Nigeria by Muslim Africans. Lisa, so let, let me just tell you this, Lisa. It, yes. It's it's the blind leading the blind. Let me, let me just cut right to the chase, get to the yes. point. Half of these people are protesting and don't really know what the hell they're protesting about, especially on this issue. Please continue. <laughs> No, no, that's it. That's I mean, yes. And it's what it's exactly what you said. And it's shocking to me because if they ever went to these Arab countries, they would see the condition that black black Americans and black Africans are treated. And as I said, even now, it's tragic. I read about black Christians in Nigeria burned alive in their churches by the Muslim marauders. So that's all I have to say is the ignorance. It's just incredible. And it's very disappointing. But I so appreciate your show and what you you. do. And I want to thank you. Thank you, Lisa. And you have a beautiful morning. I have traveled, folks. Thank you, Lisa. I have traveled all over the Persian Gulf um, many, many years ago, back in uh, 1988. And so, see, I guess this is the one aspect that's different because often when I go somewhere abroad or in the country, I'm traveling as a journalist and the people know that I'm a journalist. So I guess I get a different type of treatment. I don't see uh, in many regards what's 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 really going on, because when I was there in the Persian Gulf, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, uh, a couple of places, you know, I, I was treated with with great admiration and respect. But again, you know, I, I guess it's because they knew that uh, that I'm a uh, a journalist. I've got to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Then we're going to go to Robert in Brooklyn, Edward in Florida, Roy in New Jersey, and more of your calls. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Surprise, surprise, New York City police officers are leaving the force in alarming numbers. Over 2,500 turned in their badges so far this year. So the finest continue to bolt from the job at an alarming rate, according to the uh, New York Post. And some police officials uh, fear that it's only going to get worse as the city plans to cancel the next five Police Academy classes shrinking the nation's largest police force to the smallest it's been in decades, decades, a total of twenty five hundred sixteen NYPD cops have left so far this year. The fourth highest number in the past decade and forty three percent, forty three percent more than the seventeen hundred who left in twenty eighteen before the pandemic and crime spikes hit the city. So it's going to go from bad to worse. And that is the world that we live in folks. Robert in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Hi, thanks for taking my phone call. 
Um, you know, in terms of this situation that took place at Hillcrest High School, you know, it's not just there, but you have a situation in colleges, Ivy League schools throughout the country. And, you know, you, have to, you can think about this. We have a situation, we have a hostile environment, the anti-Semitism, people don't feel, you know, comfortable expressing their opinions. We have a hostile environment. You have in these schools, there's ignorance, as Lisa just explained. There's a lot of ignorance. They people, they don't know what they're talking about. So there's not much learning going on over there. You have a lot of indoctrination going on over there. As Jimmy Root from Brooklyn would like to say, they try to make people into communists. And uh, you have a whole issue of mutilation and stuff like that. And the question becomes, even if there wasn't a budget shortage, why do we have to pay for this? But when there's a budget shortage and we're talking about cutting back on police, like to some crazy number, like 29,000, and we have to be afraid of terrorism. And so why should we be paying for education that's basically undermining this country? It's hostile. It's prejudicial. It's, it's just, they mutilate the kids in a lot of cases. No respect for the parents. I, I'd rather give the money to the police department than to give the money to the education department. Well, that's not going to happen. That that's uh, you know I, I I feel your pain, but um, pandering. Well, let me backtrack. Not just pandering politicians. The the money, some of the money does have to go to education. I just wish that uh, Robert, we would stop the nonsense uh, and bring bring back standards and teach young ladies how to be ladies, teach young men how to be men. What we have now is uh, in many of these schools, nobody wants to tell the truth. You, you've hired a bunch of administrators that are incompetent. And I wouldn't want them to teach my deceased dog. That's why, that's why I didn't permit my daughter to go to the public school system. Now, th- this was years ago. And, you know, Robert, uh, perhaps I shouldn't say this, but um, I'm one to uh, be honest and direct. And um, what I said at the time was that I would never feed my daughter to those savages in the school system. And I'm talking about the kids. And I meant what I said. And that's why she went to Alberta's high school and then went on to... uh, to Syracuse University, and then got a master's from uh, CUNY. I was not going to let my daughter go to a public school system in, in high school where she's a good girl. And, you know, I'm thinking about uh, there's a rap song, Robert, by uh, the late uh, the late rapper, but it was so true, um, DMX, and he had a song that was called Why Do Good Girls Like Bad Guys? And it's so true. And it went something like this. Why do good girls like bad guys? And I can't tell you the rest of the song. Just put your imagination. Thank you for the call, Robert. Put your imagination into it. Thank you. And you made a lot of good points there, Robert. And so I was not going to put my daughter in a situation where nine months later, my daughter comes home crying and says, Daddy, I'm pregnant. It wasn't going to happen over my dead body. But. That's that's what I believe needs to happen, because right now, let's be honest, the Hillcrest High Schools of the world, they're a breeding ground for everything that's bad. That's wrong. Let's be honest. Some kids are getting an education. Do you think a majority of kids they're protesting for Palestinian causes in Gaza? 
Do you know where it is on the map? Do you know any of the positions? Do you know what Israel has done to help your people, African-American students, meaning the Jewish people? Do you know anything about history or you just, oh, a knee-jerk reaction? That is what's going on, and it, and it, it has to stop. It has to stop. Sam in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. I just wanted to let you know that we really appreciate the way you speak up for Israel. Um, most civilized people are on your side, and um, the people that call up and say those stupid um, comments like Ross and, and Tony, um, they live in their basement lonely, and they don't know anything about history. And he spoke about, this guy Tony spoke about peace. Um, if he knows some history, he would know that Israel actually tried to make a few times peace with, um, with the Palestinians. Agreed. They Agreed. offered them, they, they offered them a few times, they offered them, um, um, a lot of, um, good things. Um, they should want to make peace, but they rejected it uh, not once, not twice, but three times. So. And another point, he, he spoke about, um, somebody spoke about the prisoners that are getting released. Um, one of the prisoners that, that, that is getting released, I heard an interview of the guy that he stabbed. They get, they're releasing basically prisoners that didn't kill other people, but they stabbed people. Okay, so the guy had an interview and he said, one of the prisoners that got stabbed, he said, that he, he was in a wheelchair for half a year, and he still can't walk. That was a year ago. He still has difficult, difficulty with walking. So they are releasing terrorists for people, for hostages, that the only crime that they have is they're being Jewish. So that's, that's just what I wanted to say. Well, thank and you. Thank you for and thank you. Thank you for the, uh, for the compliment. Sam, and, and, and it's really not necessary because having been to uh, Israel, see, I don't talk about things that I don't know. And having been to Israel several times, I, see, I was able to see firsthand where the heart of the people of Israel, where it happens to be. And there are some people in the world that just want to fight forever just for the sake of fighting. And that's Hamas. And that's why they, they're just hateful. And that's why they have to be eliminated. And you can, bro- you can block the Manhattan Bridge, as you did Sunday, a million times. It, it, it's, it's, it's dumb, it's stupid, it's reckless. But if that's what you want to do, do it. But it's not going to change anything that's happening in the Middle East. And um, I, I guess I should get some aspirin right now, right this very second. So I'm going to take this call from Melvin in the Bronx. But Melvin, I will emphasize, if you start with a history lesson, I'm going to hang up. I don't want to hear a history lesson. So go ahead. The assault on the police officer in the prison, in the federal prison that was in custody. What was the pretext for George Floyd to be approached in the first place? And also the United States. Okay, well, I said no history lessons, right? It's not no history lessons. Okay, so wait, wait, okay, wait, wait. Let me answer. Wait, wait, Melvin, let me answer your first question. You you said what was the pretext for stopping Mr. Floyd, right? It was uh, a phony $20 bill. What happened to the bill? 
Okay, right. Okay, so, okay, so, all right, so, 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 wait, wait a minute, Melvin. Um, um, have you seen the body cam videos? No, I had not, but I do know you got dead unarmed civilian. Wait, wait, you do know he was what unarmed civilian? You said a dead unarmed civilian. Okay, 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 okay. Do me a favor, Melvin. I'm going to ask you to do me this. I take your calls, don't I? Uh, at the age of 74, wait, well, I got drafted wait, 55 years wait, ago. Wait, 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 wait. I take your calls, right? Mm-hmm. So do me a, a small favor. Do me a solid. Look at the documentary. I know it'll kill you, but look at the documentary and just look. If, if you won't even look for the entire minute and 40, the hour, the entire hour and 40 minutes, just look, please, at the first 15 minutes. Of the bo- be, wait, wait, look, can I just finish? Can, 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 can I finish? Can I, can I finish? Can I? Oh, you have eyes. Okay. So, well, then. Okay. Well, then have somebody watch it for you and describe it to you. And when That's you wait, okay, wait, wait. Listen, when you watch the first fifteen minutes of the documentary and you see how Mr. Floyd acted, then let's have this conversation. You said what was the? the why did they stop him? Well, in the video, you'll see Melvin, and then and then I'm gonna I'm not gonna dominate the time. I'll let you have your say for a second. In the video, you see the two officers. Mr. Chauvin was not on location yet. Come out the store. They go across the street to talk to Mr. Floyd. He's in the car, right, with two other people. And you hear the officers say before they get to the car, there's a lot of activity going on in that car. So they get there and they they tap on the window and Mr. Floyd, I think he, they tap and they he rolls down the window and the officers ask him to get out the car. And and he gives them every excuse under the sun for why he can't get out of the car, right? And this goes on and on and on and on and on and on. And then Mr. Floyd several times says, I'm not that type of guy, officer. So then they handcuff him and then they say, we're going to put you in the vehicle. And that's when all hell breaks loose because Mr. Floyd does not want to go in the vehicle. This goes on for quite some time, Melvin, before he ends up on the ground, right? What happened to the $20 bill? Okay, I, I'm sure it was taken for evidence or, or, but Melvin, 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 if the cops go over to Mr. Floyd and if they freeze frame the video and he has a pill in his mouth, I said $20 bill. I didn't okay. no pill. Right, Melvin. That's reasonable cause. See, what you're saying to me is classically what our people do. I don't want to deal with reality. I just want to know why, where was the $20 bill? Mr. Floyd didn't do anything wrong. That That's what that's what our people do. No, no, we, no. We, we, don't, we, we don't want to deal with facts. We want to deal with speculation. I'm no not, justice, no peace. All I know is you got dead on all civilians. Okay, but I just told you. But I just told you what I happened. What you say. Please, we're getting so, on to so, Israel. We're getting on to Israel okay, now. Okay, you really you got, got nothing going you got on there because they got thirty thousand crew stations. Okay, wait, 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 well, they got 30,000 troops in South Korea, and it's only okay. a truce, uh, no peace treaty. It's okay, the so, same mess so, that's going so, on so, in Israel for, for centuries. So, so Israel is not America's biggest ally in the region? Oh, my God. This started in Spain, 1492. Oh, here we go. I told you no history lessons. 
Because folks, and here's why I say this. When you give me a history lesson, it's your interpretation of history. I don't know if you're accurate or not. Plus, to be frank, it's boring radio. I'm in the business of ratings, just like Frank Marano is. Good morning to you, sir. Hello there, Dominic. So how was your weekend? Great. Great. It was good. Great to be back, though. It was good? Absolutely. So what do you have coming up this morning? All right. Well, uh, we're going to be joined in studio by America's favorite dentist-turned-comedian, Jeffrey Gurian. A a man who, uh, now that you're wearing the Topics hair style, you're going to start modeling your hair like him. His hair (laughs) adds another four inches to his height. So uh, he'll give you some tips in between the the top of the hour news. And then uh, the really interesting uh, op-ed in The Hill all about uh, the Trump prosecution and how this prosecution is political. But the person that wrote it, a law professor in uh, St. Louis, says that all crime is political. All criminal prosecutions are political. Really fascinating, really thought-provoking. We're going to get into the, the how and the why. Well, you know, I wanted to get Roy's call in New Jersey and Edward in Florida. Roy's out of luck. But we, we're just out of time, folks. You want to keep it right there. One of the best shows in radio is coming up right now. Frank Marano and the other side of midnight right after news headlines. I'll see you in 23 hours.